Yuck way and welcome back to a million, 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 million words. Today we are reading The Muffin Muncher by Stephen Cosgrove. Many, 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 many years ago, in the far corner of a very poor country, stood the poorest of poor castles. Not only did the villagers of the castle lack riches and valuables, but they were poor in spirit, for they had done nothing to be proud of. The only way they had survived at all was by baking and selling the most delicious and delectable muffins in the land. Every morning the king, who was also the head baker, would bake a fresh batch of muffins. When he had finished and the muffins were baked and still warm from the ovens, The villagers would load their carts and set off for the other villages in the kingdom. There was never any problem in selling the muffins since they were the finest ever baked. But because the villagers were so poor, they had to use all the money they earned to buy more firewood and flour in order to make more muffins. So, day in and day out, the head baker, who was also the king, would build up the giant fires in the ovens and bake muffins and muffins and muffins. He would slowly mix all the ingredients in a big cracked bowl, pour the batter into the muffin tins, and carefully put them in the ovens to bake. The villagers were barely just surviving. As if things weren't bad enough for them, there appeared at the castle one day a great and monstrous dragon. Now this was not your everyday run-of-the-mill dragon dragon. He was a rather enormous, slightly overweight, muffin-munching dragon. With crumbs still on his face from the muffins he'd eaten at the last castle he visited, the dragon came trotting down the hill right up to the drawbridge. Taking one look at the dragon, the villagers hastily ran over the drawbridge and hustled in the castle to hide. The dragon took one long sniff, Ah, he mumbled, I smell muffins. This castle, he decided, smelled like a nice place to stay. He picked up his suitcase and moved in, right under the drawbridge. He was very tired from his long journey, so he unpacked his pillow, his pajamas, and the picture of his pony, curled up and fell fast asleep. The next morning, the villagers looked out of their castle windows and thought that the dragon was gone. Breathing a sigh of relief, they calmly began preparing for another day. After loading their wagons with fresh warm muffins, they set across the drawbridge over the soundly sleeping dragon. With all the rattling from the wagons, the dragon woke up with a shudder. He yawned once, stretched twice, and peeked over the edge to see what was going on. So that's it, huh? Those muffins look so good and I am very hungry. He thought and thought and finally came up with a plan. He jumped up on the drawbridge right in front of the villagers, tried to look very ferocious and roared loudly, stop or I shall burn up your drawbridge. Then to be just a little more convincing, he blew a little flame and puffed three smoke rings. Henceforth, he rumbled, you shall each give me 10 of your most delicious muffins as you're told to cross my bridge. But this is our drawbridge, they cried. Well, if I burn it up, it won't be anybody's drawbridge, said the dragon. The villagers thought and talked for a moment and finally agreed to give the dragon his muffins. 
They barely had enough money to buy firewood, let alone enough wood to build a new drawbridge. From then on, every wagon that crossed the drawbridge left the wagon ten absolutely delicious muffins. With crumbs all around him, the dragon would sit there, contentedly stuffing those scrumptious muffins away. This probably would have gone on to this very day except for one slight problem. The dragon was eating so many muffins that the villagers did not have enough to sell. Because of that, they didn't have enough money to buy firewood for the ovens or even flour to make more muffins. They would return every day with fewer and fewer supplies until one day they all came home with nothing. The next morning the head baker, who was also the king, could not fire up the great ovens because there was no firewood. He could not use his big cracked bowl because he had no flour or supplies to put in to make his muffins. With a heavy heart and a tear in his eye, the baker sat sadly on a pile of empty flour sacks and cried, We have no more money to make the muffins. We have no more wood to light the fires. We cannot bake any more muffins, and the dragon will burn our drawbridge down. Whatever are we going to do? That very same day, the dragon woke up, brushed his teeth, combed his hair, and prepared for another day of muffin munching. He waited and waited and waited. No wagons came, no muffins came, and the dragon's stomach began to rumble and grumble and growl. He tried eating a few of the crumbs that had dropped on the ground the day before, but that didn't satisfy his hunger. Besides, they were stale. No muffins, he grumbled as his stomach rumbled and growled. No muffins. Finally, he decided to enter the castle and find out what had happened to all his muffins. The dragon wandered through the castle until he reached the bakery. Then he peeked inside. Where are my muffins, he grumbled. I've been waiting and waiting and waiting. Where are my muffins? The head baker, who was also the king, walked up to the dragon as bravely as he could. Mr. Dragon, he said, we are poor villagers living in a poor castle which has very little. Before you came, the muffins we sold barely paid for our firewood and supplies. Now that we have to give you so many muffins, we can't afford to buy enough firewood and our ovens have no heat. That poor dragon was so very confused. He wanted some muffins because he was so hungry. But at the same time, he felt sorry for the baker and the other villagers who lived in the castle. The dragon thought and thought. Finally, a great big smile crossed his face. I have it, he shouted. He asked the head baker, who is also the king, to call the villagers to a castle conference so that he could tell them of his marvelous plan. The villagers happily began to cheer and shout as he finished, for surely the dragon had solved the castle's problems and his own forevermore. Then, and forever always, the dragon heated the ovens of the bakery with his mighty flame. With the extra money they saved by not having to buy firewood, the villagers could easily afford to leave a generous stack of muffins within easy reach of the muffin-munching dragon. While heating up the ovens with a lot of style and grace, the muffin-muncher smiles a smile with crumbs upon his face. The end. Thanks for listening. <laughs>